Hello mates, welcome to the new podcast of the Class Diary. This is Anna from C22, 7 to 9 p.m. classes. Hope you are very well. Well, let's review what we did last week. That is Tuesday 3rd of November and Thursday 5th of November. Regarding the first day, third, the 3rd of November, in the beginning, Steve made his presentation with the six questions introduction. After that, we were working on the present subjective seat. First, the expressions and linking words which we have already seen in class last Thursday were reviewed. As for instance, far be from me, no matter what, or so be it. We also saw um, that these expressions could be replaced by other expressions. For instance, uh, no matter what is just the same as whatever, and so it is the same as go ahead. Later, Bea shared her screen when we saw several exercises and explications of grammar advance. The uses of should and be which was really, really interesting. Yeah, I remember that the students were divided into groups of three in order to do the first exercise. We had to choose the possible alternatives and explain the differences between, between them. I remember there were models that are such as sad or good and also do in order to emphasize the sentence. We could see that should is more polite, it sounds more formal and less direct than a present tense. For instance, I'm very sorry that you should fit answer. Or It's interesting that they should want to visit us. <clears throat> For this is um, um, about others uh, in order to make suggestions and recommendations. Uh, using should or be plus past participle tends to sound less bossy and more formal than a present tense. To name just a few, uh, we could say I recommended that he should take up cooking as a career. I recommend that he takes up cooking. Or another example uh, could be I propose that she be given everything she needs the sentence is more uh, polite or the other alternative is I propose that she is given everything she needs. After that we return to the present subjective seat and we practice the grammar on exercise 3 and that uh, was all for, for the Tuesday. Hi, I'm back. I'm making a summary 
of what we did of 5th of November. First of all, we were practicing some expressions for travel topics in pairs, such as to travel on a shoestring or to be a culture vulture. You like very much how this expression sounds, don't you? Yay! After a while, Bea handed us a new seat which called the impact of tourism. A listening about tourism in Maldives was done. The teacher gave us valuable advices about listening and about pronunciation as well. Then we saw some vocabulary of some ways to express cause and consequence, which was really important in order to improve our level in English. And besides, we made an exercise about it. In this exercise, uh, we, we could um, remove some expressions because um, they had synonyms. For instance, effect in that uh, sentence uh, could be re uh, replaced by consequences. Uh, what else? Result by outcome. And this word is really important. Well, really important. I have never seen before, so for me it's important. Absorbed, which means, uh, well, it's the same as spin off. And this is a product or result that develops from another more important product. <laughs> Last but not least, it's important to know that we navigated on the internet so that we saw how the USA elections were. The webpage was quite interesting. It showed the different ways that there had been of new president's victory. Let me conclude by saying what prediction I have for this week. I have the impression that we will practice new travel vocabulary. Moreover, I believe we will be in groups of two in order to make the exercise of the impact of tourism sit, which calls discussion. So, it's so obvious. We will need to say sentences including cause and consequence words. And what else? I don't know. Maybe we could do some entertaining game or exercise. Bye. See you this week.